Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. If you're a fan of the show, write us a review and tell your friends about us. And if you donate at thebittersweetlife.net, you'll not only help keep the show going, you'll get a handwritten thank you note in the mail. And we will never forget you. Also, if you want to sponsor the show, contact us through thebittersweetlife.net. And if you're new, welcome. I'm Katie Sewell. This show begins in Rome, right after I quit my job as a senior producer for public radio and moved there. This was totally out of my character. My co-host is Tiffany Parks. She's a writer, author of Midnight in the Piazza, and she's my childhood friend. And she also moved to Rome, but over a decade ago. She flew there with no real plan and managed to stay. Don't be afraid to start way back at the beginning. I promise you'll be entertained. And don't be afraid to start thinking about how you might want your life to be different. We're all on this journey together. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. So Katie, I've been planning a trip. Yes. And it has been taking over my life. (laughs) And I've been thinking a lot about it. And actually, I've come to a realization and I'm kind of curious if you have ever gone through the same sort of thing. Because I remember talking to you quite a while ago, maybe it was during an episode, and I think you mentioned something about how you hated planning trips. Like you love traveling, but you hate actually doing the planning. Do I remember that right? That is correct, yes. Yeah, now I mean, I don't remember the details and you can illuminate me, but is it because you just find it boring, you you just don't want to deal with the details, or is there something a little bit deeper under there? I think it's twofold. One, I really like, I should back up and say, it's not that I don't plan trips, it's that I would prefer to have other people plan them for me, okay. <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If Derek and I are going on a road trip, I'm totally happy with him picking the route, for example, okay? Okay. So the an- reason is twofold. One, I like going on adventures that other people come up with because they often come up with things I would not think to do. So that's number one. And two, I am kind of a cheapskate (laughs) and I don't like spending money. (laughs) So it's not like I don't want to do these things. I just, it pains me to calculate how much it's going to cost. So I think that's the two things. I like other people to take me on an adventure and I hate spending money. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, as you know, and probably most of our listeners know, I am a huge traveler, or I used to be before I had a child. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I love to travel. It's really one of my absolute passions. And I never used to think that I had an issue with planning trips. And I remember talking about it with you and saying, I'll plan your trip because I like to like come up with new things to do and look for hotels and this and that. Well, I don't know if that's true anymore, or if it if it is true, it might not be true when it comes to a trip for myself, <laughs> because I've had such incredible anxiety over the planning of this most recent trip of mine, and I started to think about it, and I started to realize that it's not a new thing. Hmm. It's something that I've been dealing with for several years, and it went way beyond this year. So... <laughs> Let me, I'm trying, I need to try to explain this, but so I'm not a huge procrastinator. I think I'm probably like average procrastinator. It's generally not a problem for me, but you know, 
I will procrastinate a certain amount like most people do. But I, I tend to procrastinate a lot when it comes to booking travel for myself. And I'm trying to figure out the reason why. I'm doing a little bit of self-therapy on the air right now, <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of why I have so much anxiety planning trips. Do you want me to ask you questions like I'm in the therapist room and we'll try to sort it out? Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> okay. But I will say this. I don't have anxiety about traveling. I love the traveling part. It's the planning. Okay. It's just in the making of plans. Yes. So if you were to guess, how long has this been happening? How many years? Well, I will say that my husband and I booked our honeymoon the day before we left. Okay. <laughs> so at least eight years. <laughs> <laughs> at least eight years. I mean, that was the most extreme ridiculousness. People plan their honeymoon from the moment they get engaged, like a year and a half out. We literally booked our honeymoon the day before we left. Actually, we no, we booked it on Saturday. We left on a Monday. And was that because you didn't know where you wanted to go because you were so distracted by the wedding or? We were terribly distracted by the wedding. I was terribly distracted mostly. I was also very distracted by, you know, family in town and stuff. But we knew. We knew we wanted to go to Ischia. We knew we wanted to stay in Sant'Angelo. We knew we wanted to be in a nice hotel with a full service spa, breakfast and dinner included on the sea. I actually knew exactly where I wanted to stay because I'd seen the hotel on a previous trip, but we just didn't book it. We just didn't get around to it. And we even went to a travel agency and there was like a special and we didn't book it. There's no carry through. Wait, is it carry through? Is that the word? Follow through? Follow through. Thank you. There's no follow through. I'll like look up the tickets, you know, that I need to buy. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that's a really good price, but I won't buy them. And I think a part of it is also the money thing, just like you were saying, like, if it's a lot of money, I'm like, ouch. <laughs> I know I have to pay the money, but I don't want to do it at that moment. <laughs> so I don't. And then what happens is I get into this spiral of, I wait and then the price goes up. Right. Oh, the price is up. I know I really don't want to buy it. And then I wait some more and then the price goes up again. And I sit there knowing that the price is going to go up, freaking out. Let me just cut to the chase and tell you what happened here on this trip. Now, to be fair to myself, it wasn't entirely my fault. There were some outside factors that were beyond our control with this trip. There was, uh, without going into too many details, there was a health issue and we were trying to figure out if we could go on this trip. And don't worry, there's nothing, nothing serious is going on. Everything's fine. But we just didn't know if we'd be able to go, if we were going to have to deal with a doctor's appointment that was going to come up last minute. So that was going on, which just added this huge other layer of stress that's not usually there. And then something really, really unpleasant happened. And I'm, gonna, and I'm just going to say it because I'm so frustrated. Alitalia, if you're listening... You guys are huge a-holes and <laughs> totally greedy and really not very nice. So basically what happened was we finally decided after a lot of, let's just say arguing, that we were going to go on our trip to the States as we had planned, as we had hoped. We went to finally book our tickets. I had mastered my anxiety in booking the tickets. He had finally committed. And we went online and we found the tickets that I, you know, we'd been looking at. And the price was pretty much the same as it had been for the past two or three weeks. I wasn't too upset about, you know, like losing out on some good price. I put in all my credit card information and the payment wouldn't go through. After trying three or four times, I called my bank. And they said, no, your credit card is fine. There's no blocks on it. It's totally ready to use. 
And she said, the strange thing is I don't even see any attempts. Like usually when you attempt, make an attempt at a payment and it doesn't work, we see that on our side, but I see no attempts. This is important. This is an important clue to the story. Okay. The woman, you know, she was very nice, but she couldn't help me. So I finally decided to use a different credit card. That didn't work. Same exact thing. Same thing was popping up. It just said, we invite you in Italian. It said, we invite you to rewrite the numbers on your credit card or the information on your credit card. So I tried a second credit card, didn't work. Tried a third credit card, an American Express. And I mean, like American Express always works. Didn't work. So I'm like, okay, different computer. We use a different computer. That doesn't work. Different browser. Wow. That doesn't work. We tried every single thing. Okay, I'm going to call Alitalia because it was like midnight now. It was almost midnight. We're exhausted. I'm not a night person. As you know, my brain doesn't work after a certain hour. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe it's a sign that we're not supposed to go on this trip. This just adds a whole other dimension. Adds spirituality to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I refuse to listen to that. I refuse to listen to that. I went to, to call Alitalia and they're like, okay, 98 cents per minute for this call. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, 98 cents per minute and how long are you gonna make me wait, yeah, right? 45 minutes. Yeah, so I, get, so I don't even try. Okay, you know what, let's try again. It happened to be after midnight by this point. This is another important clue. It's about 12.20, we finally try again, we put in all the information, we're like, let's just see if it works. I happened to look at the price in the upper right-hand corner I was about to press pay. It actually might have even been after I pressed pay. I'm not sure. I was so tired at this point. But I noticed that the price of the tickets was about $250 euros more total, not per person, luckily. But it was about 250 euros more. Hmm. You've got to be kidding me. And Claudio did some Googling on some travel forums, and he found several instances of people saying that they had had the exact same message when trying to book on Alitalia and then they tried again like 12 hours later or the next day and the price was higher and the payment worked. Mm. And so basically Alitalia knew that their prices were about to go up at midnight and they saw, okay, someone's trying to buy these tickets. We're not going to let them buy them until after midnight. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Can you believe that BS? I'm just yeah. so frustrated about this. So this happening like right before I went to bed, I know caused my anxiety to like really build and so I went to bed furious, but at least I booked those tickets, right? And I woke up at 5 a.m. and I wasn't having nightmares. Do you ever have that thing where like your mind like just comes up with these scenarios and you can't stop thinking about them? Oh, sure. Yeah. I knew that I had to buy some internal flights from like Burbank to Phoenix and then another flight from Phoenix to either San Francisco or Monterey. I hadn't quite decided where we were going to go. And I have this vision in my head of... I'm going to buy these tickets that yesterday were like 135 euros and today they're going to be 400. And I don't know why that number was in my head. It's going to be 400 euros a person for three people. And then the other flight's going to be like the same. And it's going to just, and I, and I know that it was because of this Alitalia thing that was making me have this, but it was like I was convinced of it and I couldn't go back to sleep. I couldn't stop thinking about the fact that this trip was going to end up being totally unaffordable. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't have a problem paying for travel if I feel that it's a fair price. Right. I don't like to see a price and then pay more than that. You know, that's what gets me. Sure. I was so upset that I literally had to go put on a guided meditation 
I am bliss, you know, like one of those things. And that's the only way that I could sort of calm down. And I was luckily able to calm down, but I was, I was so frustrated and I got to work and I'm like, okay, I need to buy these tickets, Tiffany, you know, you need to buy these tickets. But I was so scared to go on to kayak or whatever site. Okay. Kayak's the site I usually use. And when I finally got up the courage to do it, I was sitting there like with a knot in my stomach, expecting the price to be $400 a person. And thank God it wasn't. I could not calm down until I had this whole trip booked. And my poor mother, who is going to be involved in this trip and wants to know when I'm coming and if I'm coming, she clearly needs to know. She's going on her own trip today. She just left and she's not coming back until like the day we arrive. And she's like, you know, honey... I am so happy you're coming and we're going to have such a great time. But can I just suggest that next time you plan your trip a little bit earlier, (laughs) I know I need to do this. And I just don't understand what's wrong with me that I wait until the last minute. And it's not the first time. I always do this. I feel like though this particular trip seems later to me because I've watched you plan many a trip and even to the States. And I feel like this one was really down to the wire yeah we were really cutting it close we booked the ticket less than two weeks right so you might be giving yourself a little bit of a too hard of a time like i don't know that this is that bad of a pattern hello i'm tiffany and i'm katie breaking into the show really quick so i can ask katie a question yes so as you know katie we're challenging our listeners to help us reach a financial goal of one thousand dollars a month on patreon we are And you know what, Tiffany, if everyone listening pitched in five, 10, even $20 a month, we would make that gold in a heartbeat. So my question for you is, why do we need $1,000 a month? Well, $600 to $700 of that is covering our monthly costs. That's web hosting fees, taxes, advertising, equipment charges, you know, the day-to-day expenses that keep a weekly show running. So what about the other 300? Well, I don't know if you've noticed Tiffany, that we've been doing this show for over five years and haven't ever really been paid. Have you noticed? I have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm hoping that the person listening to my voice right now will love the show enough to wish that their hosts got paid for making it too. So $150 a piece seems like a modest start, don't you think? I think it would be great. It would. So if you love the show, please support it and all the hard work and effort that goes into making it. Netflix can survive without you. We can't. So visit patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast and become a donating member of our community. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the bittersweet life podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes. And now back to the show. I have a question for you. Here's a therapeutic question for you. (laughs) Because I do think that some of that stress, money stress, feeling like the time is ticking down would be something a lot of people would relate to. However, for you, this is a therapy question. Would you say, Tiffany, that since you became a married woman with a child, or even just a married woman in general, and we're no longer traveling alone, that it increased your anxiety? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's always something in me that says, don't book it now, you might find a better deal elsewhere. That's a common thing for me to think there's something better around the corner. I should wait or like the prices might drop or, but I know that doesn't really happen. Usually the prices only get more expensive. And my sister, my sister Monique, she's just like the opposite of me. She just does not waste time. 
when we were planning my trip to the States last year, when I, when I went out to promote my book, I also met up with my sisters, my whole family actually, to do my father's memorial. And of course, I'm the last one to decide, right? I'm the one who can't decide if it's going to be early March or late March. And they're all, of course, letting me pick because I'm coming out there for work reasons and I'm coming from far away. And they're like, Tiffany, can you figure it out? Can you get your stuff together? And Monique's like, look, I just booked a hotel. It's refundable, but I just wanted to book it because you never know, you know, or like, I'll say maybe March 20th. She'll get back to me 30 minutes later. She's like, okay, I just looked up at the flights. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how she does it. I wish I were more like that. I wonder what it is. I wonder if there's like a deeper thing. Like maybe I don't actually want to travel. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's it. The reason I asked about you traveling solo versus traveling with other people. After Derek and I got married, we very shortly thereafter went on a trip with my parents. And and it was my parents' first time ever being to Europe. And we were going to England and to Wales uh, both places that Derek had been, but none of us, the rest of us had been before. Uh-oh. And me being the kind of person I am who would rather have somebody else plan it, just sort of passed it off to him. Like, you take care of this. For me, it was a fine trip. <laughs> For Derek, it was an extremely stressful trip. Because the whole time, not only was he the planner and the person who had been there before, he was also our driver because he was the only person who had driven on the other side of the road before. Uh, I think we only had a stick shift car. And while I can drive one very well now, I didn't know how to drive stick shift at the time. So I couldn't help with the driving. And so for him, the whole trip felt like if it didn't go well he was going to be letting all of us mm, down. So it was a pressure thing. So it, it felt like every decision was weighted that's how he felt anyway. I don't think we would have been like, gee, Derek, you know, <laughs> you sure did bomb this plan in Wales. You know, I don't think we would have been like that with him at all. But for him, it just felt like the entire weight of the trip was on his shoulders. So he was super anxious. Do you feel like Claudio and Aurelio are putting the weight of this trip on your shoulders? And that's why you're feeling anxious. Not really. It's honestly, I honestly feel like I would prefer it if Claudio just said, you do it, you take care of everything, but then stepped back Mm -hmm. or the other way around. Or he handles it. Yeah. And you step back. Yeah. But the problem is he kind of expects me, especially if we're going to the States, it's my country. I'm the one who's, you know, I'm the one who knows like what airport to fly into or that kind of thing. And he kind of expects me to plan it, but yet he wants to have like veto power and he wants me to check with him and you know I can't just go and do it so it's it's actually kind of like the worst of both worlds you have the responsibility but yet you don't have the freedom that that usually goes with that kind of responsibility yeah also he's you know I think it's fair to say he's a little bit of a anxious person himself I think that's the issue more than anything else yeah that would be hard it's not simply that I am married it's that I'm married to (laughs) and also I think having a kid does make it much more stressful because you have to think you just have to think about this whole other dynamic and this whole other aspect you have to think oh 
is this car going to be big enough to have our suitcases plus a stroller? I realized that after I booked my car, I was like, okay, there's space for three small suitcases. But then I thought, oh my gosh, we also have a stroller. Or is this room going to be, is there space for a child? Like, is it, is it a queen size bed? Like we, we can share a king size bed with him, but like a queen size bed with him is a little bit small. Oh, are we going to be able to go to Disneyland? I really don't want to, but I know he would love it, you know, so are we going to make that happen? Mm-hmm. It's just, you have so much more to think about. I know you're a good traveler. Are they good travelers? Yeah, they are. Aurelio, we've only taken him to the States once, but he's really good at sleeping on flights, not good at sleeping in cars. I mean, I'm hoping things have changed since last year. Last year, we drove from Rome to Alto Adige. We got stuck in traffic for an hour because there was an accident. So the whole trip was nine hours. And Aurelio slept for a grand total of 20 minutes. Oh, fun. And he was barely three years old at that time. So it stands to reason then that all this anxiety you're feeling right now could dissipate as soon as you're on the road. Well, I'll tell you, most of it has already dissipated because I have all of my flights and I have all but one night of of a hotel. Everything is almost set. So the funny thing is... I bought this ticket, one of the tickets that I bought, it ended up being like $50 more than it had been like the day before. Should have bought it the day before. And I was really upset. But as soon as I bought it, it was like it was gone. It didn't matter anymore. It's all leading up. I don't want to lose money. That's what I quote unquote fear is this losing money that I shouldn't have to lose. But yet as soon as that money is gone, it's already gone. It's gone. It just doesn't bother me anymore. And I don't sit there ruminating about it. Whereas before it happens, it really, really bothers me. But after I just have to let this go, even the Alitalia thing, I'm annoyed with them. But as far as the money, I'm just kind of like, whatever, it's gone. I can't sit here and be upset about it anymore. Maybe it's just the open path. I mean, yes, until you book it, it could go in any number of different directions. You could be flying at different times, it could cost any amount of money. You know, it's sort of like in life, when you just decide that you're going to do something eventually, you have all these open paths, you know, all these open questions. Am I going to quit my job? Am I not going to? And then at one point you just decide, I'm going to quit it. And you do it. That might not get rid of the anxiety, but at least that decision's behind you now. Yes, yes, it's true. Like just not knowing if it's going to work out at all, not knowing if we're going to make it, like especially before we decided to book the tickets, I'm like, are we even going to go on a vacation at all? And are you glad you're going to the United States for your vacation? Oh, I'm very glad. I'm very glad. I'm so excited. I was very torn when we first started talking about the trip. And I think that's that's another reason because I just hadn't, I couldn't decide what to do. Because last year we went to the mountains and we had such an amazing time there. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just wonderful. It was just idyllic. And we relaxed and we, we, ha- we hiked and we had fun and we ate amazing food and it was beautiful. It was just everything was great. I would so love to do that again. And I would love to do that again this summer. But on the other hand, I really want to take Aurelio to America. I want him to, sp- I want him to go there once a year. I want him to spend more time with his grandparents, with his cousins, with his aunts and uncles. I want him to see and experience that country and be there. I also want to spend time with my family. I also want to hang out at my mom's house and go places that I've never been, you know? So I really just wanted to do both of those things so much. And I knew that if we didn't go to the States this summer, we wouldn't go until next spring at the earliest, just the way that our vacation time is this year. And we can't, we can't not go. We have to go. Otherwise, next time I'll re- we go, I'll really, it's going to be almost five. 
So yeah. anyway, that's just to say that I'm, I'm very glad we're going and I'm going to miss, quote unquote, miss going to the mountains. And that would have been wonderful, but, but we'll go there again. Mm-hmm. We needed to do this. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It's so interesting too, when you're so anxious about something that you sort of already know that you need to do. <laughs> You would have been fine going to the mountains, but you really probably in your heart of hearts, I don't know about Claudio or Aurelio and their preferences, but in your heart of hearts, you wanted to go. You knew you wanted to go. And so in a way, when you committed to going, you just, it just went away. I guess. Yeah. I feel so much better now. But that day, that morning that I woke up at 5 a.m., I had to do like major self-talk with myself all morning because I was going into a dark place. And I'm a very like positive you guys know me. I'm just upbeat. I'm optimistic. I always look at the bright side of things, but I was just so, and that's why I had to talk about this with you because I'm like, this is so weird. And I wonder, I mean, I know I'm not the only person who, who deals with this, but I'm just curious if there are other people who like me are not really anxious people by nature, but yet have an anxiety towards travel specifically booking travel. I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, this is the reason why I had a travel agent for years. Yeah. Like I said, I, it goes deep with me. It's not just that I like Derek to plan my trips. I like other people to plan my trips. Yeah. And 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 I also really like my travel agent cuz she's just really really fun to talk to. But I do remember, I think it was even Derek when we first met and I mentioned, "Oh, yeah, I'll call my travel agent. She can set that up." And he was like, what kind of a person in the modern internet age where there's a million sites that you can search for has a travel agent? And I'm like, well, she doesn't cost hardly anything and I don't have to plan it. <laughs> but it's so much better. Yeah, it's just... I mean, it cost me $30 to hire her to do it for me. Oh my gosh, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. <laughs> and she can find other deals that I can't find. Yeah, that's the thing. Trust professionals. And she can put it all together, make all the flights line up and stuff. So in the future, if you're feeling this problem, just let me know. I'll I'll give you a a name or two. No, seriously, give me your name because (laughs) if it's only $30, is that per day or per like the whole deal? No, 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 per booking. Per booking. Okay. It would just be $30 for her to do this whole thing. Yeah. That would have been nice. All three of you. For all three of us. But like when you say per booking, you mean like 30 euros per flight, 30 euros per hotel? No, no, no. Just to put it all together. The whole trip. The whole thing. Wow. Yep. I should really call her up. I haven't used her for a while. You know, it just makes me think of articles or like how to be more productive and stuff. Habits of productive people. And I feel like one of the habits of productive people is always like trust professionals. Like cough up the tiny bit of money that it costs to hire a professional to do something that is going to free up so much of your time and mental space that you could then use on your own projects. I think about how much stress and time and worry I spent, focus that I could have spent on other things, on this podcast or on my books, that I instead spent on this when I could have just spent like a tiny bit of money. Even if it had been more than a tiny bit of money, it still would have been worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good lesson. I'm all about having your people. Yeah, your quiver, your quiver of people. Mm-hmm. The one I, I used to have that I probably don't need the, at the most was uh, I did used to have an auto insurance agent. <laughs> I don't know anybody who had that. And that's a person who basically just tries to find you the best auto insurance rates. Like they check it every couple of years. Just, you know, to make sure you're competitive. Right. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Listen to this, Katie. I do not even have an accountant. Oh, I don't have an accountant. That's Derek. Okay. I, I do my own taxes, but I don't know if that's smart or not. Yeah, I know. And really, the further and further I get into the weeds freelancing, I probably should get some sort of professional help. But Derek does a pretty good job. So, I mean, sometimes you get married for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> 
just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, everyone. I think there are bonuses yeah. to... Uh... I replaced my, my entire quiver of people with just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Plumber? Does he do the plumbing? No, he doesn't do the plumbing. But I don't have a plumber. That's usually the landlord's problem. See, I've never owned a place, so... That's what the landlord's for, mm. is handling the plumbing issues. Okay. Yeah. Well, in Italy, even if you're renting, you usually have to deal with that kind of stuff. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, landlords in Italy do nothing. They do nothing. You even have to pay the condominium condominium fee. Oh, that's fun. You know, even if, even <laughs> if you're not an owner. <laughs> even if it's not your condominium. Oh, that really sucks. Even if it's not your condominium, you have to pay oh. it. So to end, now that it's all done, are you going to have a good time? We're going to have an amazing time. I'm going to make sure... We all have an amazing time. I'm going to force everyone to have a good time. Um, <laughs> that always works. But I, yeah. <laughs> no, it will, it will be fun. It will be great because we're going to be in L.A. with my sister and my nephew and niece and brother-in-law. And then we're going to go to Arizona and just relax. Ultimate relaxation by the pool, hanging out with family, eating guacamole. I cannot wait. And then we're going to go on a road trip from Monterey back down to L.A. Yeah, that'll be great. And it's going to be beautiful. I'm very excited. It will be beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I'm missing you in San Francisco. I'm sorry San Francisco got the cut. Yeah, San Francisco got cut. We just, you know, we didn't have enough time to devote to it if we wanted to go down the coast. And we just decided, you know what, we'll go to San Francisco when we have time to give it the time that it deserves. I always tell people that about Rome. I'm like, please don't come to Rome for a day and a half. Like, just don't even bother. And so I don't want to commit the same crime. Probably for the best. I probably would have just made you work the whole time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, have a great trip. Thank I you. I will miss you while you're away. I'll miss you too. And is there anything else we want to say? <laughs> no, but I mean, as always, we're always, you know, interested in the experiences of our listeners. So if anyone out there who doesn't really feel like they're necessarily an anxious person in other aspects of their life, but they do get travel anxiety. We'd love to hear your story and maybe what you think is behind all of this. So you can always write to us at bittersweetlife at mail.com. There's also a contact button on our website, thebittersweetlife.net. And of course, we're on social media. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. And until next time, happy travels, everyone. This is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Kitty Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. Join us again. Bye. Thanks to Lori Lee Elliott for her help managing The Bittersweet Life on YouTube and to Sarah Johnson for her consultation. Our logo is made by Jody Rick at The Lost Laboratory with painting assistance by our muse, Caravaggio. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for The Bittersweet Life Podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. That way we're here for you every week both on Monday and now on Thursday. And if you review us on Apple Podcasts, we'll be grateful for you. Send us your topic ideas, questions, and voice memos. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com or at the Contact Us page at thebittersweetlife.net. <laughs>